This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Sports Better's Paradise, Jimmy out along with Dave Koken talking some MLB on this hump day. That's right, Wednesday. Busy, busy day in Major League Baseball. Got a full card uh, for today and tonight. Part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Dave, how are you this morning? I'm doing fine. Uh, as talked about Monday, I got on the Phillies when the uh, firing of Girardi took place. They're perfect since, and I've played them every game, and I'm staying on them tonight. <laughs> they five and zero in June. Five and zero since they made the switch. Uh, was the case a spirited effort for the Angels and interim manager Phil Nevin? The Cal State Fullerton product, so he uh, played right down the street from where they're playing a ball at uh, a- Angels uh, Stadium, and um, another blown save uh, for yeah. that uh, Angels bullpen, and Mike Trout, after a homer and a double, uh, is removed from the game with, I believe, a groin or hamstring, and uh, probably right. for tonight. Yeah, he didn't sound concerned in the post-game press conference, which I didn't watch, um, but it is a, a groin tweak of some kind. Uh, I I don't think I don't think they're even doing an MRI, although I, I could be wrong on that. So it's not significant according to Trout, but might keep him out for a day or two. Ward already on the injured list. Rendon already on the injured list. Uh, I did not get on the Angels with the managerial change. In fact, I was on the Red Sox last night, and I'm not getting on them today. It's a. It, it's a completely different setup than the Phillies, who were not winning, but were not, you know, they weren't in the worst skid of all time. The Angels literally are in the worst skid in the history of the franchise with 13 straight losses. They've never done that in the same season before. They've had one 13-game losing streak way back when, and that was a carryover from one season to the next. So it doesn't really count. Uh, this is 13 in a row, not a team I want to be on right now. Uh, no question, and we, we talked about that bullpen a lot, and now no protection in the lineup uh, for, yeah. uh, for you know, Otani. And with the game-winning run in scoring position, open base, I mean, he didn't even get into the batter's box. He just removed all of his equipment. He knew what Cora was going to do, just take the pass and, uh, and go to first. And, you know, this is the thing that made that Angels lineup early in the season so potent because – you had all of that protection, and they they fed off of each other uh, with that top well, four, with, with Marsh, with Rendon, with Otani, with Trout, and now it's just, it's just Otani by himself. Plus, early in the season, the bullpen was actually good. 
because Loop was pitching well, Tapero was pitching well, and Iglesias was pitching well. None of them are pitching well now. The flip side of it, by the way, is part of the reason, obviously the Red Sox offense has had a lot to do with them rallying to get now over 500. But their bullpen's also improved lately, and it was very good last night. Actually, outstanding last night. Uh, speaking of uh, West Coast baseball, uh, the Mets went down last night. They were yep. they were beaten, uh, shut out uh, last night. Hugh uh, Darvish, well, his splits home and away uh, have been significant. Um, but they're three and three, just fine. Kind of holding, holding serve, or just kind of, you know, that that's you know they'll take um, you know they'll take five hundred on this West Coast uh, trip. The last one tonight at Petco, the rubber game of this three game set before they go to the previously mentioned Los Angeles Angels. Uh, right up the road, an hour and fifteen minutes up uh, I five. Uh, Manaya, a uh, dollar thirty and seven against Bassett for the Mets. Similar pitching numbers here, uh, and um, well, um, Machado a big two run single last night. He continues his hot hitting. Um, is this a little bit of a low number uh, in this uh, game tonight? Oh uh, no, I, I don't think it's a low number. Uh, anything against if you're favored against the Mets, it's not a low number. Mets are the best team in baseball right now. Uh, Taiwan Walker is the weak link, and the Padres got him last night. Bassett has been solid. I agree there's not much of a pitching edge here. There's really not much of an offensive edge either, as the Mets are in their weakest category, which is on the road against lefties. They're actually a little below average in weighted runs created plus against lefties on the road. Padres, however, are not a great team at home against righties uh, in that category. So I think this is a toss-up. If I had to take it, I guess I'd take the Mets. I don't have to take it, though, and this this is an easy pass for me. I, I, I didn't uh, specify, but what I was mean with a seven was a low total oh. on the number, on the total. I'm sorry. No, I, given the fact that these are the two weaker categories for the teams offensively, and you got two good pitchers, no, I, I can see this being a, a game uh, where runs could be tough. However, I should point out that I checked the weather just before we started recording. And it is hitter-friendly tonight at Petco. So you could see a couple of fly balls get over the wall. I don't like playing unders in games uh, when the wind is favorable to hitters. It's not a big wind, so it's not you know one of those off-the-charts overs. But uh, uh, it is a little favorable to the offenses tonight. You know, I've been going to San Diego, and I'll be out there for the Del Mar meet again this uh, July and August. And so I've seen uh, the Q, how it played, uh, old Jack Murphy Stadium, and then I've seen Petco. And Petco has become way more hitting-friendly yeah. than it originally was. I mean, it was – you couldn't get anything Forget it. out. Yeah. I, I, I remember I was there watching a game because I, I also like uh, – San Diego is a regular stop for me. I, I like it out there quite a bit. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh and I still remember this because I just couldn't believe it. Brian Giles was at the plate for the Padres against his old team, the Pirates. And he ripped one. I mean, absolutely crushed it. And he couldn't get out of the park in right field. That marine layer just knocked down all kinds of balls. But the ballpark has changed since uh, those days. It's a little easier to get out of there now. It's not as hitter, uh, pitcher-friendly as it was. That was the best pitcher's park in baseball for for several years until they changed the dimensions of the park. And it also seemed to impact the entire park from a, from a uh, wind standpoint, especially going left field, where yeah. actually it's, it's a hitter-friendly park to left field now. 
playing way more honest, way more. It, yeah. it was too extreme uh, yeah. when they did. It was. And, and you know, they just don't know when they design these parks until they actually hit balls there. We're Safeco uh, in Seattle. Uh, you know, it's 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 retractable, but they have a it's open air, and so right. that was uh, so pitching friendly. And it does seem that where they go from they go from one uh, end of the spectrum to the other, where. Ditch, uh, Old Tiger Stadium was very hitting friendly, and now Comerica is just—I mean, it's a cavern. It's a, it's well, a triples uh, park. You it know? is. That, it's exactly. It's, it's a great gap-to-gap hitters ballpark. Uh, so you can you can, if you're a gap-to-gap hitter who's proficient, you can put up some great numbers in Detroit. Unfortunately, the Tigers don't have many of those guys. <laughs> How about the Yankees uh, staying in the Big Apple uh, the Subway Series again? Maybe. Uh, they got quite a shot. Uh, Nestor Cortez, how about him uh, this year? Um, wow. 1.5 ERA. They're 175 and 9 uh, at Minnesota against Archer, which they've owned the Twins for years now. Yep. AL Cy Young uh, odds. Verlander is 4 to 1. Nestor Cortez is second choice right now. Bet Rivers at plus 600. Yeah, I'd look at McClanahan, though, if I were looking at anybody. I think McClanahan's been the best pitcher in, maybe in baseball this year. He's been absolutely great. But as far as this game goes, I mean, it's the Yankees a pass. Kikuchi, uh, Kikuchi, uh, uh, Cortez, his numbers are all legit. Love that walk-to-strikeout ratio. Two walks per nine innings, 10.2 strikeouts. Archer isn't much. Uh, control isn't great. Doesn't get the strikeouts. Uh, and has high barrel rate, high, high uh, hard hit rate. It looks like an easy win for the Yankees. You t- talked about McClanahan. He's six to one also uh, for yeah. the AL uh, Cy Young, and, but for the left side with that uh, the, the movement on his stuff and, and oh. the velocity, Velo as well. I mean, it's unreal. He is tough. Phillies five and zero in June uh, since they made the switch. Uh, Aaron Nola had him first five uh, last time and had the right spot because he was uh, great in the first five. They gave up five against San Francisco. The Phillies actually came back and won that game against San Francisco a week ago. $1.34 and 8 against Milwaukee and Hauser. How about this? Uh, the difference between the game line and the first five line? 134 for the game, 165 uh, for the first five. That's too steep uh, for me. Uh, Hauser with some control issues uh, this time. And how about the Phillies? Not only do they win again to make it five in a row, but they hit two home runs in the ninth inning off of Josh Hader, Isn't who that was something? perfect. Did not had not given up a run, and obviously had not blown a save. His first blown save of the season. Two incredible wins back to back for the Phillies. The wind up of the series with the Angels on Sunday. They had a day off on Monday. Come right back, and and I was delighted because I was on the, on the Phillies again. Uh, I didn't expect to win that. It's two to one, and Hader's in the game. See ya, and they go. Uh, not back-to-back, but two homers and three at-bats. And not with their best hitters. Uh, that was fantastic. And Look, uh, this is exactly what I said on Monday. Just saying the same thing here. I'm playing the Phillies till they lose two in a row. Going to play them every game. Not looking at anything else beyond that. So I'm in the Phillies again today. Is it just a spot, or is it just the the players? Okay, well, the manager, uh, he's... You know he's uh, he's released now. Now all of it is no excuses for us. Or, I mean, this is a a roster constructed on paper that was supposed to be really good. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. year, very potent. Now like a Kyle Schwarber leading off. I mean, this is a this is a, a a potent lineup. But 
Um, the, the spark, uh, did, you, did you anticipate this run by the Cougars? Well, that's why I got on him right away. The team is too good to be 22 and 29. And they're not 22 and 29 anymore. I don't always do it with managerial coaching changes. But when I think it's something that might light a fire under a team, I will. Uh, I did it with the Canucks in hockey this year, and that really worked out. And I did it with the Phillies, and obviously I'm thrilled with the results so far because you've got nothing but winners. And I will, you know, look, eventually they'll, they'll cool off, but until they do, I'm not going to be off them. So I'm going, I'm, I said the same thing on Monday, if you look at that show, I'm playing them every game blind until they lose two straight. Let's uh, take it up uh, managerial moves. Uh, let's uh, stay, uh, go to uh, Anaheim, Boston, Nivaldi. Uh, 157 and eight and a half against Angels in Detmers. 13 straight losses now for the Angels. And now uh, Trout after the double, where he was just really kind of almost walking into a second, where I thought he had a chance to stretch it out to a triple, but he had injured himself. In midway through bet- uh, between home and first, you could see he kind of uh, pulled up a little bit. Typical of a hamstring injury, but it appears to be a, a groin. Groins, quads, and hamstrings, you're all. And the thing about that is once you aggravate it, do not rush it mm. back. I cannot yep. see him back in the lineup tonight. Uh, so the Angels bullpen, they're saying old stuff. Um, $1.57 and eight and a half here with Evaldi on the road. And unlike the Phillies, this is not a team I got on because of the managerial change, because everything is going wrong right now. And they're beat up. It's not just Trout. Ward, who's having a great season, is on the injured list. Rendon is on the injured list. The bullpen can't get anybody out. Uh, and they're on a very lengthy losing streak. Now, once they win one or two, maybe then you get a little charge out of the team and they might get hot. But I can't play on them until they show signs of breaking out of it. I guess you could say they showed signs last night, but found a way to lose the game. I mean, they're up 5-3 late. Couldn't hold it and end up losing. Not a team I want to be on. The price is too high for me to play Boston, so I will stay out of this game. Dodgers in uh, Gonsolin, $1.67 and 8.5 against the White Sox. How about Kopech last night? Great again. Yeah. I think we can kind of throw out maybe his one struggle start in the middle of this great run against a hot-hitting yeah. Toronto. I mean, Toronto's hitting everybody right now, but he bounced back from that, and that, that shows me a lot uh, moving forward. Um, I am looking at the Dodgers maybe on the run line here. On the road, uh, we'll t- take either plus one and a half or minus one and a half on the road. I know you'd like to stay away from those. But uh, minus one and a half, minus 103, they've been good in bounce-back spots. And against a White Sox lineup without Anderson is real. Quaito's been pretty good. Quaito has not been bad. Uh, dollar sixty-seven, eight and a half here in, yeah. uh, on the south side. Quaito's been good enough to keep me away from it because Gonsolin's been outstanding for the Dodgers. Not getting any attention, but he is having a great season for the Dodgers. He's, I mean, you can make the argument he's been their best pitcher. I mean, his ERA is under, well under two. The analytics are strong. His hard hit rate for the season is 25.8%. That means nobody's squaring this guy up. I mean, that's a tremendous hard hit percentage. So he's getting tons of soft contact. Uh, and he's getting almost a strikeout per inning. I mean, he's pitching really good ball. Uh, so I, you know, as good as Cueto's been, I can't make a case for him against Gonsolin. I'd have to look at the Dodgers here. I'm not a runs line guy, but 
I could, uh, you know, I, if, if I think the Dodgers are going to win, I, it's not going to make my card because I'm, I don't play a lot of games. But I would definitely lean Dodgers here. Okay. A, a lean toward the Dodgers. Uh, Cubbies, uh, my only loser. And last night, uh, Keegan Thompson uh, had been really good, but not last night uh, in Camden Yards. Stroman, Marcus Stroman is $1.27 and 8.5 uh, back at uh, Camden Yards against Lyles in Baltimore. Yeah, I like the Orioles here, and I, I uh, it might end up on my card. Uh, I'm still going to go back and work on on that game a little more and wait for the lineups. But Lyles has been, you know, look, he, he's a back end of the rotation guy. But he's actually been giving them decent outings for the most part. I would say his numbers are a little better than Stroman's. Stroman has, uh, he's got some pretty bad numbers. That hard hit percentage is really high on Stroman, 47%. Um, I think the Orioles have a, a real good chance to win this one. My, uh, Miami in Alcantara, 215 and 7.5 against yeah. Washington and Gray. Yeah, and uh, uh, Miami hitting like crazy last night. Jazz Chisholm was in a 3-for-39 slump. Ooh. Not anymore. He hit the grand slam early in that game, which blew it wide open. Uh, big pitching edge for the Marlins. Uh, I can only look at that side. Uh, Cincinnati and Minor, dollar twenty-two and ten over Arizona and Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly falling out of his tree after a really strong yeah. start. Uh, he has struggled as of late. Yeah, I don't know what to make of Mike Minor though. His first start was not good. Let's put it that way. So I, 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 I generally will, will just stay away from games where it's a veteran pitcher and his first start was awful. But you know he's shaking off some rust. Uh, I, I I can't give you any any opinion here. I mean, a month ago, we'd have jumped all over Merrill Kelly at plus money against the Reds. Well, huh? It was a month ago. <laughs> no, yeah. but uh, form, form is important. And he was he had such a great start. But we were wondering uh, how long it would, uh, if it would sustain or not. It has not. Uh, Houston, the Astros and Equity, uh, $1.41.8. Speaking of form, here we go. Logan Gilbert, four unbelievable starts. The first month of the season, American League Pitcher of the Year. I jumped on him at 40-1. Cy Young, and then he had four starts. Right? Yeah. Gave up the one the three-run homer to the Phillies and Reese Hoskins there and kind of struggled a little bit. Now he's had two really strong yep. outings back-to-back. Has he regained his form, Dave? Yeah, I, I, uh, there's nothing wrong with his form at all. Uh, and, and his numbers are, are solid across the board. Urquidy? Um, Arcadia's a, a guy I have trouble figuring out, to be honest with you. Because his analytics really aren't very good, but he seems to get better results than he should. Uh, but I would give uh, Gilbert an edge here. I think you can make a case for taking the Mariners' first five innings here on the starting pitcher advantage. Uh, there you go. I will look up that uh, first five uh, right now. Maybe Max can do that for me as we continue. Let's uh, blow through the last few. Uh, Cleveland, Shane Beaver, $1.57 and 7 at home against Texas and Dunning. And Bieber, for all the worries about his velocity, the guy still knows how to pitch. And he's getting the job done. Uh, is he at, at the Cy Young level he was at a few years ago? No. But he's he's still a very good pitcher. And uh, Dunning's underrated uh, for Texas. I think you can make a case for a first five under here with Dunning and Bieber. Uh, Dunning's done a pretty good job. I mean, he's, his numbers are... Are decent, and and his strikeout rates gone up this year, so 
Even though he's not going to blow anybody away with his stuff, he's been effective. I don't think the Rangers do a lot with Bieber. Um, this is a consideration for me at first five under. Tampa Bay and Kluber, $1.59 and eight against St. Louis and Norton. Yeah, uh, Norton's looked good so far, but I don't, I still, there's not enough of a body of work to trust him. Uh, but on the other hand, I don't want to lay the price with Tampa. Uh, guess would be the Cardinals, but it's just a guess. All right, uh, Atlanta and Anderson, 249 against Oakland and Kenning. Yeah, first start for the prospect for the A's. He's a lefty. Sometimes hitters have trouble with lefties who have, they haven't seen before. But Oakland should not be on anybody's card right now. The A's are playing terrible baseball, and uh, they just can't score. This, and it's a ter- We've said this since we started doing the show. Oakland has arguably the worst lineup in baseball. And it's really showing right now. They they just can't hit. And finally, San Francisco and Wood, 225, eight and a half over Colorado and Cincinnati. Um, San Francisco, three and a first. They do not score uh, the rest of the game. Charlie Blackman yeah. with the big three-run blast out into the water for the game winner. Well, they should do some scoring here against Cincinnati, who has a 3.6 per nine-inning strikeout rate, which is unheard of in today's game. That's the worst of any starting pitcher in baseball. And... You can also barrel him to some extent. So uh, it's a game the Giants ought to win, but can you trust Alex Wood right now? Might get some runs tonight in San Francisco. I think this is a potentially very high-scoring game. All right, uh, Dave, let's, uh, what do we have officially here? What are we going to release? Uh, you like the Phillies tonight? Yeah, I'll stay on the Phillies, and uh, uh, that that's clearly my best play. Uh, Orioles probably my second best play, uh, second okay. best of the games we talked about. I, I I think I might end up putting that on my official card today. Okay, uh, Philadelphia and Baltimore. You gave consideration to both New York teams, the Mets, the Yankees. Uh, a little consideration to the Dodgers. Uh, Seattle that first five uh, with Cleveland and Texas at Progressive Field, and Cleveland is four and a half. Any of those? No, I you know I'm not a volume better, so okay. those are opinions, but. Games I'm betting are the ones I told you about. Yes, so I uh, I, I I like the Dodgers uh, on the run line minus the one and a half at a, a cheap price there. They've been really good in uh, bounce back spots. It's it's a it's a public move. Look, everybody bets the Dodgers every day, and when they lose, they come back and a yeah. lot of times bet even uh, more, saying that whole uh, well they can't lose two in a row. You no, know, they're playing one game today. I'm not like that, and I'm I'm, I'm really keeping a close eye on Logan Gilbert. Uh, and uh, in the uh, first five, uh, coming back plus money against Circuiti, who is uh, who's vulnerable uh, to say the least with the Houston Astros. So after a long slide, Seattle, good start, solid start, but they have slid uh, as of late. All right, uh, for Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy Ott, uh, Sports Betters Paradise. We'll be back next Monday and Wednesday with more MLB talk. Good luck to everybody. This has been part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.